Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, my friends, you are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk, and you are not listening today on YouTube because, as I promised you, we are not we've been punished. We've been banished from YouTube for violating their whatever, this stupid. Basically, if you want to be on YouTube, you better not even act like any person exists that thinks that there was any single thing in the entire election that was questionable. And I can this is beyond absurd to me. We literally have reports from the Maricopa County audit in the state of Arizona. We have reports that say entire databases are deleted. Not allowed to say that. Not allowed to ask about that. Not allowed to say, hmm, maybe that's a problem. These are the sorts of things that you get dinged for on YouTube. And I I warn folks. I said if you want to listen to this pro uh, program, which obviously you should, if you want to continue listening to this program, you better connect with us on, well, Apple Podcast or sign up for our email newsletter. You can get the program emailed to you, by the way, as well. Go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast and just download the Todd Huff Show. Because you're not allowed to say what YouTube doesn't want you to talk about, which is basically any question whatsoever about the integrity of the 2020 election. If you say that the laws being enacted by Republican state legislatures around this nation, if those laws are um, justifiable, there's a rationale for those laws – Of course, the left calls it voter suppression. It's absolutely absurd. We have entered the world truly of 1984, where you better tow what the technological powers, the technocrats, the governing authorities tell you to think, to feel, to believe, and you better tow that line or you're going to get put into timeout. So we've got two strikes against us on YouTube. The good thing is what I just said one. I say the good thing, but if the point is to stay um, in, I guess, uh, compliance with, with YouTube, I guess that comment won't be on there. So I guess in that sense, it's good. I don't even – look, it doesn't matter. What What matters to me is that we are able to have dialogue. I've never made any outrageous claim definitively stating anything. I've asked questions and I've said why certain things are problematic, but yet YouTube and the cowards that run that organization don't want to engage in real political discourse or debate. They just want to say, ah, you violated you violated our terms. Ah, yeah, you've gone a little bit too far questioning the integrity of our elections. Meanwhile, in 2016, if you didn't say that the election was 
I don't know, fraudulent or that Trump stole it with the help of Russian collusion and social media ad campaign managers under the authority of Vladimir Putin, that you were the problem then. It is absolutely astonishing how stupid, how transparent, how politically motivated this stuff is. But that's where we are. Welcome, by the way, to the program. I'm your host, Todd Huff. You can email me. Your th- you can still email me. We've not been taken down from email, although any conservative better be prepared for all sorts of things like that. But email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. And we're currently on social media platforms, whatever, for the time being. Signing up for the newsletter or downloading the podcast is the best way, or or listening on radio are the best ways to to stay in touch with us because you don't have the folks, um, radical leftists who want to silence conservative perspectives or anything that runs contrary to the the narrative that Biden is, I guess, the savior of America. Anything that questions uh, – any law that's designed to actually make sure if you're not supposed to vote, you can't vote, anything like that, they don't want to hear that. They're for open borders. They're for open polling places. They're for whatever it takes to give Democrats whatever amount of votes or whatever it is uh, to get them into power so that they can – these are this is the – I guess the, the group that the – you know the folks at YouTube and these other places are lining their pockets. There's a a give and take relationship there. They've decided that this is the party they want in power. In fact, they're happy with that a lot of times. You know, some of these social media, not just social media, but some of these business giants, to some, to some who are you know listening to my voice, lovers of freedom, you think that a business, a business, uh, you would think would would want the government not to be involved in their dealings. But see, these super big corporations do because that serves as a barrier to entry for competitors. You know, there's a story here. I'm not going to mention the company. These companies are everywhere, right? But there's there's a company here not too far from me that was started. It's a medical company, medical device company that was started in an apartment. Husband and wife started it, I don't know, 50 years, 50, 60 years ago, something I think along those lines. You couldn't do that today. And it's today it's one of the, I mean, the forerunners, the leaders in the entire industry. You couldn't so much as do that today as, I, well, I don't know. You couldn't do it is the point. The obstacles, the costs, the barriers to entry would be so astronomical. But they've built a worldwide, still privately held corporation. You just can't. Uh, you just can't do these things as easily. I'm not saying you can't. Boy, within the medical world, I would say it's almost virtually impossible. But then you wonder why. Some folks wonder why it's these these big businesses like Democrats so much is because that they help them keep competition down. They help in a lot of ways to create the very monopolies. They tell us that they're designed or they're against, or they're trying to prevent happening. But anyway, that's what's going on with YouTube. Let's start this morning here. Let's talk about masks and vaccines. Masks and vaccines. I told you it sounds like, just from the way YouTube, YouTube's one example, YouTube wants to censor all political speech, and that there's 
acceptable political speech, and you better say the things that they want you to say and not say the things, not even ask the questions. Think about this. I The program that got flagged of, of ours last week, I remember as I was saying it, I said it on the program. I said, YouTube's going to take this down. But all I'm doing is asking questions, and I'm telling you things that are factually out there for you to find. I'm telling you. I'm sharing this information. They don't like that. They don't – They just let that sink in. If You cannot ask a question about your – your government, or your elections. You can't even ask the question, no matter how much evidence, no matter how much they find in Maricopa County and these other audits that are taking place in the state of Georgia and any action taken by uh, Republican legislatures are, by definition, according to the radical left in the media and the people at YouTube and these technocracies, these parts of our technocracy, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter, all these folks, you got disclaimers on any conservative tweet. Uh, pretty much if it's, it's coming from a conservative, there has to be a disclaimer. And it sounds, this is, we're, we're in 1984. If you've not read the book 1984 um, by George Orwell or listen to it on a on an app, some such thing, it's, it's worth listening to because we are living it right now, degrees of it, not to the nth degree, not to the final stages of 1984, but we're, we're in that world now. And I would go as far to say that this discussion of masks and vaccines are the next, I say the next, this has been happening, but now we're seeing a bigger push for either vaccine passports or show me your papers. Show me your papers, right? Because now the CDC has said, and it's confusing as all heck, but uh, Fauci's out there after telling us to double mask here recently, after telling us to wear goggles, after telling us that masks didn't work, they're largely symbolic, and every other conceivable thing you could possibly say about a mask, Fauci's now out there saying, if you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, the CDC has now determined... Of course, just a few weeks ago, remember we had people running in New, uh, Central Park, New York's uh, New York City. Joy Reid, remember she had a big thing with Tucker Carlson. She calls him Tuckums or some such thing in a very condescending way. I almost played that clip a few weeks ago where she's lecturing Tucker. Oh, Tucker, Tuckums, are you ner- are you jealous that I got into Harvard? Because I'm so smart and you're an idiot, basically, is what she said. This is how leftists respond. They think they're so much better than the rest of us. How would the world get by without the likes of Joy? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, who does she even think she is? I just, the, the idea and the audacity, audacity to think that, the, that you are so needed in this world. An MSNBC morning show host. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, you just just the, the arrogance, the condescension. They know best. They know best. And now Fauci's, of course, out there telling us that if you've been vaccinated, you don't need to wear masks inside or outside. You can now see your family. You can now, because of the ruling of Dr. Fauci and the CDC, you can now hug your children and your grandchildren. You don't have to put 
a visqueen barrier between you and someone that you love. If you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask. Everything's fine. Biden's in charge now. Everything's fine. Meanwhile, did you see this? Nine, I think I saw nine New York Yankees who have been fully vaccinated have all tested positive for COVID-19. Well, Todd, no one said the vaccine will keep you from getting COVID-19. They just don't get it as badly. Okay. Look, I'm not, I'm just pointing things out. I'm just, I'm just making observations. And, and, and what is, what is the, the end game here? Remember a few months ago, Biden called the state of Texas Neanderthals. Neanderthals for saying, hey, you can live your lives more or less again. Biden basically predicted that there'd be Armageddon as it pertained to COVID in the state of Texas. Problem is, it's not what happened. It's not what happened at all. In fact, Texas yesterday, I think it was yesterday or this week, had its first zero uh, reports of zero deaths from COVID since March of 2020, I believe, for 14 months. 14 months with uh, that that they weren't able to say. Of course, I know there's a whole questions about who all is being counted. I don't want to get into all that. I'm just saying now we're to the point to where even these dire predictions are nowhere near to coming to fruition. Thankfully, right? Thankfully, this stuff should be cheered. This stuff should be cheered. Instead, they're called Neanderthals and so forth. I mean, the, the damage and the havoc that has been wreaked on the American economy. I've seen that we've we've reached an all-time high for mortgages that are over 90 days late. An all-time high. Meanwhile, the housing boom is incredible. Housing prices are going through the roof. Basically, <clears throat> you can list... You know, I don't want to. This is this is not real estate advice. Don't just to be to be clear, but metaphorically speaking, you can list any house in the world, well, in the United States, and within thirty seconds have eighty-five offers, and all of them are over asking price. Meanwhile, we contrast that with with what's happened to the foundational components of our economy because people are not working because of all this government relief, the stuff that is not real. It is not real. Money has to be the byproduct of value created. You just don't arbitrarily make this up out of thin air and expect there to be no consequences. So we have all these conflicting things happening, including what's happening at the CDC with and with Fauci going back and forth, confusing the heck out of every American citizen who pays attention. Many of you may not even pay attention anymore. You think, you know what, they've tried to scare the heck out of me for a year. I'm kind of done with this sort of thing. And everybody in between, and I'm not, look, if you get the vaccine, that's great. If you don't, that's, I mean, these are these are private private decisions. But the left doesn't think so. The left thinks that they know best. You get the vaccine. If you don't, you got to show. You know, you've, you've got to basically be be punished. Baseball stadiums in New York, the Yank, where the Yankees play, Yankee Stadium, and whatever the field is, the Mets play at. There's going to be. I don't know if they're still going to be, but at one point, there's going to be sections of vaccinated and unvaccinated fans. Got to show your papers to go to the Major League Baseball stadium. Proving that you're not. You know that you don't have, or that you do have the vaccine. 
And on and on this goes. On and on this goes. The the levels and the the different ways that we have to adjust how we fight or communicate conservative ideas and principles stand for liberty. There's obstacles in many and down many of these paths. In fact, I would dare say all of these paths because the folks running the government don't like that. They don't like that they can't tell you what to do or that you have liberty, you have freedom, you have your own choice, and they can't be the the boss of you. They don't like that because they're smarter after all, they think, than you, than me, the rest of us, especially here in middle America. This is where idiots live, they think. They think that the smart people live along the coast. Meanwhile, people that live along the coast are fleeing those places. That's where – or the, the blue states, the big cities, they're leaving there. The census data has shown us that, moving to other places. And unfortunately, many times they flee places where the politics have created a scenario where there's problems in their local economy or their local state, and they take those same ideas to places like Florida and Texas – and on and on this madness, this madness goes. And the next, the next phase of madness is what's going to happen with so-called vaccine passports. And I want to play a clip after the break from, from ABC News um, talking about vaccine passports or showing your papers and the next phase of where this – and it's, it's already been going on, but just it's going to be ramped up here. They're going to – this is going to be a major uh, – well, possibility. Are you going to have to carry a vaccine card to prove that you don't have to wear a mask? In some places, that's quite possible. Anyway, got to take a break. Oz has tried over here numerous times to get me to oblige, and I will. Long in this segment. We'll be short next segment. Sit tight. You're listening to the home of conservative, not better talk. I am, of course, America's realities are back here in just a minute. Welcome back. So, 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 we've, uh, oh, I should mention, by the way, the program brought to you in part by our friends at Spur of the Moment Creations. They're located in Fisher's homemade hand-poured candles and melts made here in central Indiana in Fisher's. Spuroftheomomentcreations.com. They've been impacted. Folks, a lot of these businesses have been impacted by by COVID, which we've talked about and we're about to talk about again. Folks that would go to some of these events and fairs and so forth. Spur of the Moment Creations is now currently selling uh, through their website, spurofthemomentcreations.com. And hopefully things will change and they can get out and do some of these uh, these other events and so forth that maybe, maybe might start to get on the calendars again as we hopefully get outside of um, the COVID world. com. Check them out. So I, sh- I said be- before the break um, that there was uh, – there's talk, right, of, of, you know, this vaccine passports. Uh, they want to – if you don't have a vaccine – they want you to be in a mask. If you don't have a vaccine, you should be able to not wear masks, says the CDC. You're fine. 
And there's just a lot of there's a lot of fair questions. And I know we have people all across the spectrum in here that, that listen to this program, and that's good. That's good. I've never come on here and, and encouraged you and said, you have to get your vaccine. I've never come on this program and said, don't get the vaccine. I've These are your decisions. It's a crazy notion in 2021 that people believe that decisions should be left up to the individual. For those who say, hey, look, um, I am... I don't I don't want to get a vaccine for whatever reason, whatever reason. They say you don't what gives you the right to know if I've been vaccinated? Well, the vaccinated crowd would say, well, I need to know if you're a risk for me. And then the unvaccinated person might say something more like, does it your vaccine work? Well, yes, it does work. It's not going to prevent me necessarily from getting the coronavirus, but it could it will keep me from getting supposedly this is what they tell us that it'll keep me from getting and i don't want you to read too much i'm not saying i don't i'm saying that that's not the case i'm just saying that's what they're telling us because people with the vaccine are still getting uh covid i referenced the nine new york yankees that have been fully vaccinated that have it but their symptoms are not supposed to be as bad as they could have been if they had not had the vaccine. So again, the unvaccinated person would say, so what difference is it to you if I don't have it? And the vaccinated person would say, because of variants, if if this virus continues to spread and potentially evolve, it might evolve to such a degree that it would make my, that it would evolve enough to where my vaccine won't actually prevent it. Well, not prevent it, but it, my vaccine will be proved, uh, proven ineffective against it if it if it mutates enough but then i'm also told there's just there's so many things you're not allowed to ask questions this goes back to what i was saying in the first the first segment if you you can't even ask these questions but for my understanding the vaccine it doesn't it's not like most vaccines where you get dead virus and your body produces antibodies so that if you ever are attacked with a live virus your body says oh Send these antibodies over there to fight this. That's not how this vaccine works. It just basically prepares your body to fight it better, supposedly. I'm just kind of giving the, the third grade version here. So then if how much would it have to mutate um, before that would be rendered ineffective, the vaccine, if it's really as effective as they, as they tell us that it is? How much... Wouldn't have to mutate. And by the way, if you can still get the va- the the virus with the vaccine, is it not allowed to mutate? This is, to some degree, a sincere question. To another degree, just a little pushback here. But if you get the virus and you've been vaccinated, does that not allow the virus to have the possibility to mutate as well? Or does is something in the vaccine there that prevents it? Does it attack it sooner? And I, I mean, I just, I don't know. And you're not allowed, that's the thing, you're not allowed to even ask these questions. And look, there are, a lot of people have had the vaccine and had no problems, and some people have had big problems. I just spoke with someone yesterday who's had absolutely unbelievable problems with this vaccine. Again, not suggesting that you should or shouldn't take, I'm just, there. This is this is the truth. People have 
all different kinds of experiences. Some people get COVID and they have no symptoms at all. They don't even know they have it. Other people get it, end up in the emergency room and in some cases are dying from it. I mean, it's it's really all over the place as to what people's personal experiences are with this. Uh, but I'll tell you what's not all over the place is the government stepping in and doing things. Um, sometimes, I'm going to be fair here, not everything that they've done has been, you know, some things, you know, they, they're just trying to do the, they are, they're trying to do the right thing. Uh, other times it is truly just the government thinking that it's an opportunity. There are some folks that are in government that love nothing more than to have more power and authority and control. There are some people that think that, again, you're an idiot. I'm an idiot because I'm not an elite liberal. I'm not from a blue city, a blue state. I'm a hayseed hick. (laughs) That's what they think. That's what they think about us. I remember dealing uh, (laughs) with, with some of these not everyone, but there's certainly that degree, that that condescension and arrogance. Until that first conversation they have with you and you can demonstrate that you know the issues as well as they do and that you've thought about things that they've never thought about, which is always fun to see the looks on their faces like, wow, the the accent here from the wherever, the south or the midwest that I thought these people were all stupid. You can it's it's kind of fun sometimes to see that <laughs> that look. But and that's what the that's what the the condescending deserve in my opinion. They deserve to be humiliated by those that uh they're condescending. But I'm not 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 everything is un uh, inexcusable. The degree of which these government interventions have taken place, the severity, the length, the just utter disregard for the economy and people's livelihoods and this notion that government's just going to fabricate and make up out of thin air money and give it to people and act like there's no consequence for this whatsoever. You look at the we've gone through the the employment situation now. People are having a hard time finding employees unless surprisingly you're in a state where they're starting to mandate that you show that you've been trying to get a job again. Surprisingly, that has an immediate impact. Governor DeSantis in the state of Florida played a soundbite from that last week. But there's nothing the governments think they cannot do. Of course, they can't even do the basics, the things that are even in the Constitution, oftentimes because they're spending all their attention and focus on doing things outside of the Constitution, the antithesis of what the Constitution allows them to do. We have this fight on multiple levels of government, but we've got we've got a big problem. There's a there's a show me your papers movement, and I am going to play next segment the soundbite. I just got long here in the first couple segments, so timeouts necessary. I want to play this soundbite from ABC um, and this this call, which you know exists for vaccine passports or a way to say, hey, this person has to wear a mask because they're not vaccinated. This person doesn't all building off the fear, the uncertainty, and, of course, the lectures of those who say, if you don't do what the government tells you, what the left tells you, what the media tells you, you are an idiot, you are um, you know, just someone who's a, who's a rebel, who doesn't care about other people, as though that's the only way of looking at this. 
Anyway, timeouts necessary. We'll get into that. Soundbite after the break. Sit tight back here in just a minute. Welcome back. So ABC talking about mass con- mask confusion, not mass confusion. Although if you're a viewer of ABC News, you might be involved in mass confusion. Mask confusion is the, I guess, the title, the subject, the heading of this segment. I'm going to play a part of it because it's a, uh, it's this is the sort of thing that's coming to. Coming to a town near you. I mean, maybe, maybe it already has. But listen to just this, I mean, the setup here for passports, ma- vaccine passports or showing permission, a permission slip to say I don't have a, I have to have a mask on or whatever. Listen to this. The CDC's new guidance saying the well over 100 million fully vaccinated Americans can stay maskless indoors and outdoors in almost any setting. But the change now forces businesses to make tough decisions as to who they'll allow to be maskless. Even though the government says turn the switch and and, okay, no masks, a lot of customers are still apprehensive about it. And our team members are too. Many likely relying on the honor system. That's going to be the issue, is if people are walking around without a mask, how do you know that that they're vaccinated? Some states might try to provide an answer. Oregon may soon require businesses to verify a customer's vaccination status before allowing them to go maskless. This could include seeing their vaccination card, a picture of their vaccination card, and checking that they truly have been fully vaccinated. Other states are working to avoid that. At least nine already banning so-called vaccine passports, with nine other governors and state officials saying they oppose them as well. But more than 200 million people are not yet fully vaccinated, and healthcare workers are continuing their push to administer more shots. Okay, that's from... MRC, Media Research Council. So, again, and you know this, you know this, that there is a, we're, we're again, uh, gearing up for the next phase of this, of this battle. This battle that says, do you have a right to not wear, remember where this started, to not wear masks. Remember where this started. 15 days to, sp- to slow the spread. We are now... We are now discussing vaccine passports, mask mandates indefinitely. I guess for the rest of our lives, if you don't have a vaccine, you cannot you cannot walk around in public without a mask, at least in some places. Businesses in Oregon may have to be able to verify, verify that you have had your vaccine for you to walk into a business uh, sans mask. I mean, it's it's remarkable. You talk about anti-science, anti-science here, it's, it is just astonishing. And for those who say there's no such thing as a slippery slope, there's no such thing as, you know, this idea that says you're opening Pandora's box. I mean, just look at this, 15 days to slow the spread to 15 months and you better have your vaccine passport and you better be prepared to wear your mask until you die. Maybe two masks, maybe a pair of goggles, depending on which day of the week you ask Dr. Fauci about these things. 
Again, I'm not allowed to say that on some social media channels. <laughs> you just and, and now that you got that to deal with. You can't even ask the, a question or make an observation that this has gotten into the complete, completely absurd. And then for them to tell us that they're just following the science. Fauci just recently said the science has evolved. I guess he had to say something since they were lecturing people about recently about being vaccinated and still not wearing their masks, fully vaccinated, not <clears throat> not wearing their masks. That was something that you were getting lectured for here a couple of weeks ago. I just think it's so much dependent upon where you are, what your personal, maybe personal experiences have, have been, you know, your age and so forth. But I don't know where the, in my circles and what I, what I do, um, it is largely, I mean, I don't want to say it's complete, it's, it doesn't ever play a factor, but it's, I mean, it's, it's largely back to normal with, with some, you know, mindful things about, about the virus. But in some places, it's not that way. In some places, kids can't go to school. In some places, they're still, you know, begging the federal government to tell them what to do next. I don't know. I just, the, the idea of just depending upon someone else to tell me how to live my life in the in the most basic of ways is just so foreign to me. It really is. And I know it is to a lot of you too. But in some places, there's just this yearning for this. Bigger cities, places where they look to their leaders to solve these problems, places where they think their government is, is God and so forth. But I tell you, it is... It's uh, concerning, at least, and frightening, for, perhaps, for some to, to witness the evolution of, of where our governments have, have gone through this COVID, COVID mess. So, timeout's in order here. Going to shift gears a bit when we come back. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. Be careful out there today. Listening can, in fact, cause you to lean to the right. So be careful operating heavy machinery back here in just, just a minute. My friends, have you seen, oh, I got to tell you, this CNN, Don Lemon, I I just am thoroughly entertained by their, just the stupid things that happened over there. This was on Friday, I think, Don Lemon, at the end of his program, very last segment, comes on and says this. So earlier, I told you I had an announcement. Mm-hmm. And I do. Oh, boy. It's been really, really great. This is the last night that we'll be seeing it tonight with Don Lemon. So I appreciate all the years of seeing it tonight with Don Lemon. Um, but changes are coming. Mm-hmm. And I will fill you in. Can't wait. Until then, I'm very proud of my CNN special about Marvin Gaye. He talks Gaze. about Marvin Gaye's special. But... And then he signs off. So it makes it sound like, right? It makes it sound like he's it's it. It's the last TV show. And that's what he that's what he wants you to think, right? He wants you to think that, oh man, Don Lemon's off off the air. Well, what they did <laughs> Oh gosh. They they it used to be called on Friday the show was called CNN Tonight with Don Lemon. On la- last night, on Monday, 
it was called Don Lemon Tonight. So that's the massive change. So on Monday, we might be the show of Todd Huff. Todd the show Huff. I mean, who knows? This can go on ad infinitum with all these variety of ways to say things. But just, and I know, look, Trump Trump does this sort of thing, but Trump does it, I, I don't know, there's just a different feel. I, I think Don Lemon really intended his audience to think, man, Don Lemon's off going to be off the air, and then to create buzz, and then, of course, to come back Monday, ta-da, we're, the, we're Don Lemon tonight. Not tonight with Don, whatever the stupid thing. I don't even, it doesn't even matter at some level. Trump's... <laughs> Trump uses it in a different way. Trump Trump just says, I want to keep you in suspense. I don't know. You know, maybe I run for president. Maybe DeSantis is my running mate. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm my own running mate. You know, it's 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 a different thing. It's a different feel. Don Lemon really wanted you to think he was gonna be off off the air. I mean, we can say wish. I don't wish the guy any any ill will, but his program, I mean, the amount of deception and misinformation there um, and phony baloney stuff is, is off the charts. But anyway, but it does lead me. We've got some things in the works here, and this is real. This isn't a Don Lemon trick. Um, some things that we are working on and I hope to be able to share with you in the not too distant future, hopefully here in the next the next few weeks that I think is exciting, some new possibilities for the program and expanding and look forward to sharing that with you just as soon as we can. And it's not a Don Lemon trick. It won't be Todd the show huff on Monday or something stupid. So got to take a time out. You're listening here to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in a minute. Take the very end of the program today to wish my mother a happy birthday. I will be seeing her later today, but happy birthday, Mom. And um, look, it is um, just this is a great time of year, great. Just it's it's good to be here. And we again, the exciting. I'm looking forward to sharing some some news with you in the days, uh, days and weeks to come. So good things on the horizon, and I appreciate you, each and every one of you. Um, It's been a pleasure doing this program, and we'll continue to grow and reach more folks. And thank you very much. SDGC tomorrow. Take care.